Hello and welcome to our podcast. We are your hosts today, Sydney Day, Schrody Schrodinger, aka Aaron Smith. This one is called the Enneagram Non-Experts. Yes. We would love to say a quick thank you to our sponsors today. Our zero sponsors that we have. We have zero sponsors. Yes. This is a thank you in advance for all of you who will be signing up to sponsor yes. us after Send today. Send a check. Lots of money. Venmo. We accept anything. Cash app. Anyway, um, moving past that. Welcome to our house. We don't live together anymore, oh. Sydney. Oh, shoot. What was I supposed to say? You were supposed to say podcast. Welcome like to our we podcast. Rehearsed. Oh, my God. Okay, start well, over. Twelfth time's a charm. Welcome to our podcast. Nailed it. Um, well, welcome back, everybody, to our podcast. We're back to the normal flow of things. We had a couple mini pods in a row. Mm-hmm. We had, or something like that, a couple interviews in a row. I don't know. We were off kilter. Um, kilter? I don't know if that's the right saying. I don't, I don't, I you're, you're asking the wrong person with the right saying is. <laughs> That's true. Um, but we're back now with a, an interview with a, what type? Type three. Type three. All right. Um, type threes would claim they're the best type, but I mm-hmm. guess we'll find out today. We have someone, um, nodding in the <laughs> background. Um, and before we tell you just who this person is, I just need a, a Remind you really quickly that we are on uh, Patreon. Yes. Please support us. We have some cool mugs and content. And we're not afraid to beg. Yeah. Like, we're begging you. Send us money. Mm-hmm. It's in the intro. <laughs> we got to add Patreon. Yeah. Cash app. Venmo. Patreon. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so today's special Type 3 guest uh, I actually know because he's married to my amazing sister, who happens to be, we think, a type nine. Um, but this isn't about her. This is about my brother-in-law, who's going to have some awesome stories to share with us. Um, and I hope we get to hear all of them today. I know we will. So welcome to our podcast, Joe! And the crowd goes wild. Joe, thanks for being here with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. It's my first one, first podcast. Uh, so it's, uh, it's going to be cool. It's great. And type three, like you said, they are the best one. <laughs> yeah, I want to point out that your username on Zoom right now, um, Joe wrote Zifrenchi, type three, and then best type. Mm-hmm. Only so. a three would say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So why don't we start, Joe, and just tell us first, like, how familiar are you with the Enneagram and how did you hear about the Enneagram? So I'm going to be honest with you. I never heard about it. I knew the name. Um, I thought like it was kind of like a astrology, like a scam, <laughs> you know, like started to point finger at what I do good or what I do bad. Um, and, uh, this is you see, you know, when you come over, um, to visit our family for dinner and started to explain about, uh, this anagram and, and, and your podcast that, um, I started to, uh, you know, uh, get to know it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I start, I came over like a, probably when we first started this podcast is when it first came up with you and with, with Vanina, my sister, and we, 
Did I have you take a test? Actually, no. The funny story is that I was listening in you talking about it, and I started, you know, yeah, started to be interested about it. And um, I asked you and your sister. I said, like, hey, do you know what would be my type? And both of you in the same time sound like, oh man, you are three big time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh wow, okay, well. I'm, Give me some, uh, you know, I was like, I think I need to read what did that mean? You know, what is that three about? And, um, and that's why I started to read about it. And I was like kind of impressed on um, the description and some of the things that, uh, you know, kind of make sense about me. So that was interesting. Do you remember anything that you read or yeah. heard from me about the three? What were the ones that stood out? So uh, competitor at games. That I know, I admit. Um, like to bring people together, um, always trying to, um, let me try to remember, trying to always be successful, not successful, but what mm. when I'm, what the type three is doing something, they really want to, you know, try to uh, uh, um, do the best that they can. Um, mm. To be the center of attention, that's what my wife said. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I, uh, I agree with that one. Uh, energetic, I would say probably. Mm. Um, they believe in themselves. I don't know, maybe. Um, but that's kind of what comes back to my head now. Yeah, yeah, you you got that completely right. You nailed it. That's really like some of the qualities that you see in a lot of mm -hmm. threes. Um, and for everyone listening, like the three, I think they're even called the achiever. Yeah. That's like your, the title, right? Is the achiever. So it's like you just said about being success is important. Mm -hmm. And I know you kind of struggled with saying success and that might be because like different people define success differently. Right. But your version of success is important to you. You want to be successful in the way that it works for you. Right. And so yeah. you're going to do what you can. Yeah, that's what I like about the Enneagram when I started to um, um, to kind of learn about it, especially because I knew I was coming to this podcast and um, the multiple discussion we have. I started to look into it. And what I like about it, like compared to other, I don't know how to call that, like methodology to kind of uh, um, distinct personalities or characteristic of person. Um, I like how it's neutral. But you also give you insight, like you, you, any kind of uh, definition that they give you, it can be great or it can be bad. It's just mm -hmm. you to kind of uh, find the right balance about your personality and your lifestyle. And um, um, I, I started to really be interesting about it because he, you are looking at yourself in a bigger picture, kind of like outside of yourself and, you know, give you opportunity to get better or to kind of realize why you're doing those things. Um so yeah. yeah, like success is a big word, but um, I do find myself when I'm in a situation of like, you know, at my work, um, um, with my family, um, at, when I used to be in school, uh, uh, any kind of, you know, scenario I'm in, I do want to be successful or make sure I do everything that I can in order to get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then it's so... It's, I'm glad you said that about the Enneagram showing you like both sides of yourself, the good and the bad, because that's what we always say. And anyone who listens to our podcast will have heard this a million times, but like 
the type that hurts the most to read Mm -hmm. is probably your type, right? Because it's telling you all these like negative things sometimes like um, about yourself that it hurts sometimes to come to terms with. You're like, oh my God, I do, I do that thing. But it's so great because then you, it's like you said, it, it also tells you all the great things about you and you can, that awareness is what helps you grow and be Mm -hmm. the best version of yourself based on your type. Yeah. Um, Every three I've met is like one of the most charming people ever. (laughs) Not me. I can't say the same. Yeah. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, oh, I had a question for you and I totally forgot. Uh, I think this is going to be really interesting to chat with you because this is so new to you. I think most of our other guests have had a lot more of like a background understanding of the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. And so I love that we get to just hear about who you are as a person and you're not like – super, what's the word, shaped by the description of the type. Yeah. So I guess with that being said, before we dive in, this isn't a question we usually ask people, but I'm kind of interested just because I know, Joe, that your life has been so interesting to me. Can you just tell us like a quick little about me, about you, like um, the short version of how you came here and got into my crazy family? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And um, like before coming to this podcast, right, I kind of think about like the type three and me. And I actually find a lot of comparison between what mm-hmm. my life is and what the description is. Not all, right? Uh, we, we do also, you know, have like uh, childhood and we go with our own personality or like other things like external factor. But um, when I was, so I, I'm obviously not from here. Uh, I hope people that are listening to this podcast understand what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but I come from France um, and a small town called Calais in the north of France. Uh, it's very tiny, blue color, uh, not a lot of things happening over there. Um, 40% unemployment, I think. Uh, and mm-hmm. I always wanted to come in the U.S. Um, you know, here you come, type three, want to do something, and I'm going to do everything mm-hmm. I can in order to get there. Um, and I got lucky. Um, uh, I was 21 years old. I moved in the U.S. And, um, yeah, first job that I get was a server um, in the restaurant called Maximilian in the market. Um, the owner of this place... Uh, was French as well, his name is Axel. Uh, and he happened to have a daughter, her name is Vanina, which is the sister of Sid. Uh, so yes, I ended up uh, married the sister of my boss. And uh, <laughs> just, uh, we have one or two kids, a uh, little girl, Eva, and a uh, little boy, Manny. And uh, yeah, and now I'm here. Um, I'm an Amazon employee. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's pretty much it. Yeah. No, thank you. I think it's really cool to have your background, especially since I'm sure people are like, he's, he's got an accent. Mm. <laughs> What's <Yeah>. his story? <laughs> Unless people in France are listening, then we have accents. That's true. So. <laughs> and we open in the well, door of the success of this podcast. Maybe yeah, in France, you know. Exactly. <laughs> um, so what does your ideal day look like, Joe? 
uh, my ideal day. So I'm not going to say like the perfect day, right? Like the day that I'm very content with and happy at the end of it. Um, I, I like a good productive day uh, mm. where a planned day, like I like to plan it ahead. I wake up in the morning, I already know what I'm going to do. Even if it's chores, grocery shopping, cleaning, um, going to the park, having fun with my kids. Uh, I like to have it planned. And I like at the end of the day to look back and be like, hey, this is what I, like I did it. It's complete, feel good. The house is clean, grocery, the food is full. I play with my kids, it's amazing. Um, and cherry on top would be having um, family or friend coming over, you know, the dinner. Um, and uh, I would cook and I would make the food. Don't say that to my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, having, you know, people over having a great night, game night and making sure. Um, I also think this is a type three kind of thing. Um, I'm making sure all my guests are happy and making sure like. I'm going to say that often, I think, but making sure that it's perfect or everybody's mm-hmm. content and they have a great time and, um, yeah, and go to bed. And that's that's an ideal day for me. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that because have I talked to you or have you heard about like the Enneagram, the wings of each type? So you mentioned that, like it's a relation with other numbers. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. And I think I may have told you this, but I would have guessed that you're a three wing two. Aaron is a type two. Yeah. They're called the charmer. But what you say about like wanting to have guests over and you just want everybody to have a really good time. That like, that's why I say that because that gives you, you have that three quality of you want to like host and be, you're the one cooking and you're the one. Yeah, putting everything together, but then the two quality is you want other people. You want to make sure everybody is happy and having a good time, and you're accommodating their needs. And so that's a really cool combo of this like three energy, but then you're like using it for the benefit of everyone. Yeah, good job. <laughs> good job, Joe. <laughs> Gold star. <laughs> so. Your ideal day, super productive. Do you struggle with having a day? Like, let's say you had a day where you just really didn't do anything. You just like laid around, maybe read a book, maybe watch some TV, but nothing on the agenda. Is that hard for you? I I, I, I don't know because uh, having two kids is never going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but – I, I do, you know, I would take a nap or I would have this moment, but I don't think I can do that all day. No, um, I will need to do something. I will need to do something. Mm. Um, I, I will feel like I lose my day. I'm, I'm, um, mm-hmm. And I know I learned like the day as well, like it's like they are very energetic. I, I feel like that, but sometimes like too much apparently for some, uh, some of my uh, uh, and to write, just saying like, uh, hey, you need to relax. Uh, but I need to to do something. I have to yeah. do something. Mm-hmm. If I got to go in the yard or like, I'm like, hey, I'm going to do something that I have been saying I, will, I need to do for the past months. And I'm like, let's mm-hmm. do that today. Wow. So like after a long day at work, because I know for myself, like after a long day at work, I just want to sit on the couch for a second. Like mm-hmm. I need to not do anything for a little while. 
Do you ever feel like that or are you just like, okay, long day work. Now what's next? Yeah. Yes. What's next? Or, you know, I, I, I will... I would go hang out with my kids or I'm going to, you know, like uh, pour myself something to drink. I'm going to cook. I'm going to have my moment with my wife and talk. I'm going to, this is also my moment where I start to call my friend, uh, my family. Mm. And uh, uh, no, uh, I, I, I don't do that. I, I don't think I can. No. Wow. I mean, that's great though, because I'm sure that means that you can get, you know, I struggle with getting all the things done I want to get done because I just feel tired and I don't want to, and I'll put things off. So there's always like sacrifices that need to be made. But when you have that kind of energy, you probably sacrifice a lot less because you can just like get it all done. Yeah. I wish I had that energy (laughs) too. (laughs) I'm like, give me a, we need like a a cup of Joe. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. We got to make a uh, uh, merch. Yeah. Merch. For our Joe episode. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> awesome. Um, I want to, real quick, I realized like for our listeners, we didn't mention this at the beginning, but um, this will also be interesting if you want to kind of touch on this, Joe, that the basic fear and desires of the three. Um, the type three basic fear is just to be worthless. And the basic desire would be you want to feel valuable and worthwhile. Um, do you relate to that at all? Um, I, I might have in the past. Uh, that might have been something in the past. Uh, I, I don't know about worthless, but definitely to try to make sense of what I'm going to do. Maybe also to kind of prove myself to certain people. Uh, even to myself, I think I was uh, the the biggest buyer. Um, so yeah, it's possible. It's possible that all this drive of wanting to do stuff um, and you know to try to do your best at what you do and figure out something of what you want um, come from the fact that you do not want to be worthless. Um, yeah. So I, I would say probably. I would say not so much today. But probably in the past, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just deep in there. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. Well, I'm gonna move on to our next question. We're gonna get into some of the some of the fun stuff now. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite genre of music, and what is it? Um, I. It's funny. I don't have besides a sp- Blippy. Besides Blippy. Um, <laughs> I don't really have one, um, and I want to say it's kind of like story of my life. I never really have like one thing that I'm specific of, you know, like, what do you want to do in your life? What kind of music? What's your best movie? Like, I don't, <laughs> I, um, I'm definitely listening a lot of French music, like even old school French music. I like that. I think it's just because I just want to keep in touch with my past. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually a big fan of like any kind of popular classic movie um, uh, music that kind of bring people together. Um, you know, I'm, I, I am any kind of like classic rock, like, I don't know, like a uh, queen or like, yes. uh, you know, to Whitney Houston to, uh, um, uh, a- a- any kind of, you know, artists that people knows that will actually bring people together. If I have people over, um, mm. 
I am not somebody who has that will just start to listen music by myself, uh, mm-hmm. or what is very rare. Um, but yeah, yeah, I would yeah. Say when like you're popular classic, when you're by yourself, do you, you listen to podcasts, huh? Uh, yes, and and French news, a lot of French news. I listen to yeah. a lot of stuff. Um, uh, French news podcast, like um, mm-hmm. uh, talking about podcast. I love the uh, uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, podcast. I listen to him all the time. I, I love the people he brings. Um, some economic stuff, like just to yeah. kind of get in the or like politics. I, I I enjoy politics, especially French politics. To kind of follow some podcasts on that. Um, mm. I would just do that. Like if I do the dishes, you know, like my wife or like my daughter. Sometimes when she helps, they're gonna listen to music, right? They're gone. Me, I'm gonna listen my 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 politics show find show and just listen what happened over there uh yeah i'm not too much in kind of music stuff yeah mm. oh interesting so for you music is really just about like bringing people together or kind of background noise while you are having people over yeah party mood um yeah. you know dinner yeah, or like mood. a um playing rami around the table and it's your time to put the music so it's kind of stuff like that yeah yeah, um, you're gonna have to pick a song that you're gonna put when next time you lose at a game with me and Vanina, because well, he's a type three answer. I don't lose. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Talking but... to a type one, I don't lose. <laughs> it's true. It's and then true. there's the type two that's like, I yeah. lose. <laughs> I know. Well, I always it's so funny because like when I come over. <laughs> with Joe and Vanina, Joe and I will just get on like a topic and yeah. just like I can just argue. imagine you guys being so competitive. <laughs> well, it won't even be and a then Vanina just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, we just are like argumentative, but it's not bad. Like I'm never mad or yeah. upset. It's just like fun. It's like a conversation, and then Vanina's just like, "Oh my god, can you just stop? Yeah, <laughs> stop it." <laughs> Yeah, she's definitely my balance on that. Like, um, mm-hmm. but I do feel like you know, like the competitive part of games. Uh, to come back to that, I, I think it kind of make for me like the game fun. You know, you cannot yeah. just be like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, move yeah. on or just like everybody won. Now, I just feel like the competitive part of it, um, just make everybody, you know, like uh, um, focus on it and just want to make sure they. I mean, I don't know. I just feel it's more fun when there's a little bit of competition and. Uh, yeah. And, um, yeah. I agree. You got to get into it. It's like sports. Yeah. Like that's why sports are so fun because people get crazy with their teams. Yeah. <laughs> that they're rooting for. Aaron's like, Aaron's like, no. No. It's like, I've played cards with you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the worst. <laughs> I'm up there though. You haven't played with Joe yet. Yeah. <laughs> Eat your willies. Careful. (laughs) Be careful what I wish for. (laughs) All right. So this is a heavier question. Um, What is your relationship with anger and how do you handle it? Um, uh, That's a good question. Um, I would definitely say better today. Uh, uh, I feel like it's the second time I'm saying that. I, I really do things becoming a parent. Um, being married and work, you 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 really put life in perspective. So a lot of things get, I would say, like more calm in your life. Mm-hmm. Or like calm means like your 
you know, how to endure this kind of situation. Um, I used to endure it pretty bad, that's for sure. Um, I would say, how can I describe how? I think I would not endure my emotion pretty well. (laughs) I would be like a roller coaster and I would be like pretty mad to, you know, like the next day, like feeling pretty shitty about like how I react. Um, Same with stress, by the way. Um, Mm. Really bad with stress. And good stress and bad stress as well. I'm really bad with that. Um, Yeah. Like, for example, good stress, um, I I, I will always remember. um, It happened often in my life. um, And I do also think it's uh, related to a type three for actually what I read. But a few years ago, I have my family and friend that were coming to see me. Um, I think it was like four years ago. Um, and there was like my sister and two of my friend and I, it's a happy moment, right? It's just something that I look for because they don't come very often. It's like every two, three years I have somebody that comes and visit me and I was very excited, but I put so much stress on myself to make sure like everything is organized, everything is well, mm-hmm. I can provide them the best experience that they can have, you know, come back to the, like, Hey, want to make sure everybody's happy and fine, have everything they love, and I was so like into it and get so stressed out that the day that they arrived, I was finally relieved and so happy to see them that mm-hmm. I got sick. I got sick for two days oh. and I knew it was stress sick, right? It was not like, oh, I got a cold. It was just exhaustion of, you know, think overthinking and trying to make sure they are happy and have everything, everything that they're, that my body is like, hey, stop it. That's it. Um, it comes back to what we said earlier, right? Like th- most of the thing can be good or bad, you know, like it's great. Yeah. It's great mm-hmm. that you, you can embrace that and make sure to take care of your family. But at the same time, you got to balance it because if you do too much and you expect every time, everything to be perfect, it's going to, you know, you're going to pay it off a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with stuff like that, do you find yourself like, like, working yourself so hard that you don't even realize that it's affecting you until it's over? Yes. Uh, and I'm working on it. It's funny. I'm working on it. Um, like I'm going to France, like it's the opposite. I'm going to France mm-hmm. in a month. I haven't stopped thinking about it. Right. I'm so excited. I mean, the same time with COVID and all these things, I spent four years and I've been, been, been back. So I'm very excited about it, but I'm trying to get the right balances. Like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm happy. I know it's excited, but don't don't try to be too high or too low on it. Just mm-hmm. stay in the middle. Just you know, enjoy the present moment. Um, so it's something I'm working on it, and um, yeah, yeah, that's a common theme for threes is like overworking themselves and becoming like a workaholic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, another example was was you were there, Sid, for my uh, uh, for my uh, my wedding day. Um, it was like the, a, a big bundle of everything, right? My family from friend was there. It was like a, you know, the happiest day of my life. My everybody was there. It was happy, and I, I really work on myself to be like, hey, don't be stressed out. Don't try to have everything perfect. Too many people are not going to be able to do it. Um, and uh, I, I actually were able to manage it. Not all the way, you know. I was still like going on groups and be like, hey. Do you have enough champagne? Hey, do you need a chair? Hey, are you okay? How is the food? Mm-hmm. How is things good? 
but I have to sometimes be like, hey, let's just enjoy my day. You know, like my wife did it perfectly. Like she said, like that was the happiest day. It was a great thing. Yeah. And I see her. I didn't see her. Like she was dancing to a thing, like perfect for her. Um, and it was mm. perfect for me, but I really have to push myself to don't get to that, make everybody happy, uh, mm-hmm. being the, you know, the, the person that manage everything. I, 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 mm-hmm. could, I could not. Yeah, that's so interesting. Like, it it sounds like it's hard for you to just, like, let things go. Like, just let it be. I mean, like, it's your wedding day. That is your time Mm -hmm. to to just, like, not – everyone else can take care of it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's true. Like, uh, it was funny. Everyone else, I mean, my mom. (laughs) 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 It's my mom, too, now. (laughs) Momo. Momo. Hi, Momo. She's probably listening. Yeah. Shout out, Momo. <laughs> hey, Cynthia. <laughs> uh, so do you have, other than that and like getting overworked and feeling responsible for everything, is there any, do you have any like pet peeves, like anything that just drives you <clears throat> nuts? Um, I have some, yeah. Um, I have some, um, I would say, well, I, I hate bad driver. I really hate <laughs> bad driver. Like it's something I cannot stand. Uh, I think Keelan said that too in our last mm-hmm. interview. That's so funny. Oh yeah. Like, uh, I, yeah, like I always, people were in the car with me, they always tell me like, hey, relax, it's fine. Like, hey, don't swear. I'm like, where is this person is, cannot drive? Like it's unbelievable. I hate that. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like uh, unplanned things. I don't like when something came up and it's not on plan or I don't have time to take care of. That's for sure. Even mm. at work, you know, like, hey, I have, I have all, I'm, I'm ready. Even if it can be super busy, if I'm ready, it's fine. If something came up and I'm even unbusy, I always, I will bug me. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. I cannot stand people who put like big Tupperware or big, um, how do you call that? Those uh, big yeah, dishes like, in the dishwasher mm-hmm. at the bottom of it because it's not going to clean the glasses on top. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm that. in an alternate universe right now. Why? You say that too. <laughs> I know yeah. me and Joe have bonded about this before. Yeah. <laughs> You got to put the plate at the bottom so that the water can go yeah, up and clean the it. glasses on top. But if you put mm-hmm. something at the bottom, it's not going to clean on top and you got to do it again. Yep. I can understand that. Yep. Aaron, do you do that? Uh-huh. You do? <laughs> well, I'm good at loading the dishwasher, I do have to say, because somebody I know who I don't think is going to even listen to this <laughs> does it so bad that I have to move her dishes. Really? Like, Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You just got to be around someone who loads it the wrong way, and then that'll make you realize that there is a right way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be organized on top. You know, like uh, I say that to my daughter all the time. She put, like, she arrived, she opened the rack, she put the glass in the middle like that. No, oh. you have to plan for the next glasses that's going to come, organize it like Tetris, the game, put it on the right side and try to, you know, yeah, it's because like efficient. Tetris. It's fun. You gotta maximize <laughs> your space. <laughs> On that note, yeah. um, okay. Joe, what is your love language? 
So that's interesting as well. Um, I did it uh, with my wife years ago. I would say four or five years ago, uh, just for fun. Uh, we did it together. And um, it actually changed. Um, so at first, it was about like word of affirmation, uh, which I could relate at that time. I remember it was like making sense. It was like, yeah, you know, I need to hear I love you. I need to hear like I'm proud of you. I'm really like you're doing great. You're a good dad. You're doing great. You're fine. Those kind of things, right? Like uh, I feel like it was more like reinsurance more than, you know, needed to know. Um, and I did it few days ago, just because I knew I was coming to this podcast, it was something. So I did it with my wife again. It totally changed. And again, it's funny when you do this test, um, I recommend it for every uh, people, even couple to do it. It's very, I feel like it's very important. Uh, it, it totally changed. And I have the same feeling that I did five years ago where it makes so much sense. It was um, physical touch, right? Like mm. hug. Uh, and... I I don't know why it changed. I actually think I do. It's probably because my wife put me into it. She's a she's a big hugger. She's a hug. Mm-hmm. She she squeezes and hugs everybody she can. Uh, she's a kid and got a teacher, so she has that you know affection with kids. She has a mom. She has me. Before to go to Trader Joe's, she's gonna give me a hug to make sure I you know things fine. Aww. She's a big hugger, and uh, I you know I guess I uh, I, I got the the hug virus if I can say. <laughs> And uh, I, I do that too now. Like it's something like, you know, with my kid a hug, with my family, with my wife. It's something that uh, uh, it's very important for me now. So kind of changed. Um, yeah. yeah. Do you think like was when you took the test this time, was words of affirmation still up high? Actually, it was number four, if I remember. Wow. It was like 10%. Uh, I, I, I mean, like... Um, I'm sure, like I'm saying, I'm talking a lot about my wife right now. I feel like it's her on a go, but I feel like it's because of her. Um, she has been like, I mean, you know, she she took that test. You see, like even five years ago, she always makes sure, you know, to to say to to um, you know, to 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 do the thing that uh, I like uh, the love language that match for me. Uh, and I did the same for her, and I, that's why I say it's very important. Um, I also think she's a she's a kindergarten teacher, so she can talk. Very well to kids. I'm a big kid, so she might have been able to just like say all the things she needed to say. And uh, yeah, it changed. It definitely changed. Yeah. That's so interesting. And then also with love languages, there's like the idea that there's one that you give more easily. And then there's usually the one that you like to receive. Do you think they're both physical touch or is there one that you give more easily? That's different. I would say the one that I give the more easily will be, um, and I forget which one it is, is the one that you, like the action, like you do things for yeah, them. Yeah, acts of service. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I will, that's what I will do the most. Like, I don't think I'm a good gift present or like, you know, like giving present and stuff, but like time spent or like doing something mm-hmm. for them. Um, I... I'm very comfortable. I like it. So, you know, I'm comfortable with it and I like to do it. And that's why I will feel like more, uh, uh, more often doing that for them. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Like just taking care of like the dishes or yeah. going grocery shopping. You got to bring, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, it's you got to bring that back. <laughs> yeah. There's a theme to this podcast. <laughs> well, 
We've made it to our final question. All right. And I know you've got a doozy for us. Um, so are there any TV show or movie characters that you relate to the most and why? <clears throat> That's why. Um, and why, yeah. That's another tough one. I've, I am not a big TV show person. Um, I'm not, you know, I want to say those kind of people because it's very popular now. Everybody is watching 10 shows in the same day, right? Um, I'm actually going to wait until somebody says, like, hey, it was so good. Just go for it. And I will watch that. Um, like The Office. Shoot out to mm-hmm. The Office. I know The Office is, you know, a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I have to call that out. <laughs> um, I've been introduced again by my wife and I know your family as well. Like, uh, was awesome. But um, it was it, it's a tough question for me again. Uh, I feel like movies and TV show lately. I didn't have much time to go through it, so I, um, I haven't watched much of them. Uh, so I have to go back yeah. to my old VHS, if I can say in my head, uh, <laughs> to kind of find like something that relates to me. Um, I have couple examples, but like I think one of them, and I don't want to say like the entire character, but there were some aspect of him that uh, kind of relate to me, or at least a few things that I'm like, ah, yeah, I would have done that too. And I actually have the same experience. Uh, it was um, the movie with Will Smith, uh, The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, when, yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to go in the homeless, started from the bottom. I didn't experience any of those. Uh, but I remember the scene, I mean, you know, the most important scene of uh, him working in the street of, um, it's in San Francisco, I believe. I think it's in San Francisco. I can't remember. Yeah, maybe. I haven't seen it. Mm. And he's struggling, right? He's struggling. And I'm not saying I've been struggling much in my life, even so, like, we all have. But uh, And he stopped on front of this big, I think the broker financial building and he's seeing all those people coming down happy from the stairs and coming out of work with a suit. And, you know, looking at that and be like, I, 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 I want to be that. I want to, you know, it's a big challenge, but I feel like I want to get there. And mm-hmm. he does everything he can to actually get there. He did. Uh, it's, you know, we all know it's a true story. Um, and I find myself multiple times in my life going through that or like experiencing that and um you know like from when i was in france to come in the u.s i'm like i want i I want to experience and see what it is to live in the u.s and uh do everything you can uh i remember as well like um i started at the weather server in the my uh family and restaurant in seattle uh, where i met my wife uh, I remember doing parties for Microsoft and, and Amazon people. And I'm like, I want, I want to see this world. I want to get there. And, yeah. and I know it's not something that you can just out of the sudden be like, Hey, I'm getting, I'm, I'm an Amazonian or I work for Microsoft or like blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, and today I am, but it was, you know, it was, it was quite a journey. Um, same for UW, like, um, I, always wanted to experience the U.S. university. Um, mm-hmm. Coming from France, you know, I watch all those movies, you know, with the quarterback wearing the jersey and the, the jacket with the logo and uh, <laughs> those big class and those parties or whatever it is, right? I always wanted to experience that. And uh, 
Seattle was UW, right? I'm sorry if there's, I know there's other university, but I wanted UW. And uh, um, I walk to the campus and I see the students and I'm like, I want to be there. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, did, did an, what an type three would do, everything you can to get there. And um, so, yes, you know, kind of that scene kind of remind me of like yeah. how I how I walk kind of in life sometimes. I don't think yeah. I do that anymore because I'm older and I have a family and I'm content and happy. I'm, very, I'm always very happy, but I'm happy and I learned so much and now I'm great. Mm-hmm. But when I have time and I was like, hey, the world is yours, it's kind of what you need to do. And uh, I see it in that, yeah. It's like Ariana Grande. Mm. I want it. I got it. <laughs> it's not that easy but yeah you know (laughs) i want it i'm gonna get it (laughs) we're all we're all huskies oh i knew i knew uh it's the superior school yeah and i i I knew you were good people i I can feel like you are good people now it's true it makes sense sense. that's the only qualifier Mm -hmm. to be a good person yeah now i want to watch that movie which one? The one he was just talking Pursuit about. Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah with Will Smith. Now you're mm-hmm. going to think of me when you're going to see him. Yeah. Those people going down and happy. And I think like, he hey, mentioned it's it. it's Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can be Will Smith. Yeah. You can say that. <laughs> but like it's, uh, he, I think he even fate. He's, he explained, you know, like there's this scene and he's talking on the background and be like, hey, I saw those people that I soon that I see that I, I, I wanted to get there. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great movie too. It's a yeah, inspirational it's a movie. Jerker. Yeah, it is. Mm, you're gonna cry. No, and actually, if you look at the end of the movie, I don't know if you remember, but he's walking with like at the end of it, he's walking with his son, and there is a person that crawls next to him, and Will Smith is just giving him a high, as this is a real person, this is a real guy um, oh. of the true story. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Mm. I love when they do that in movies. Now I'm really going to cry. Now I want to watch it so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That was a great answer. I like how thorough you were. That's like awesome. Is there anybody else I know uh, you had mentioned? Maybe there's some uh, athletes you relate to. I am the biggest fan of Michael Jordan. And Tony Parker, but I think I know Michael Jordan. I I think Michael Jordan is actually a top, uh, a top, top, he's a top one, but a type. He was in Space Jams. Yep. (laughs) He did a little bit more than that, but yeah. (laughs) That's what I know. He's that one actor guy. Yeah. I think it's like the perfect example, the perfect type three in the extreme of what you can whatever it is. But I think, like you said, there is different kind of type three, right? With, it's definitely not the charmer. is <laughs> the mm-hmm. one that is going to want to win um, at any cost. And uh, and I think that's why he ended up being the greatest. He probably sacrificed a lot of things in his life, but he yeah. put everything he could to be the best at what he wanted to be. And failure, he doesn't like it. Really didn't handled it well um yeah but i i think i think this person is amazing other basketball player i don't know the guy yeah but uh yeah <laughs> yeah 
He really, it's true. Like that is such a good kind of example of like your stereotypical type three. Mm-hmm. Like he just said, like, no matter what, I'm going to be the best. The greatest of all time. Yeah. The goat. Yeah. Competitor. Then- highly, highly competitor. It will take f- he will bet 50 bucks with a 60 years old kid and take it because the kid lost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like insane, but Hey, you know, you know, that's, that's Michael Jordan can do whatever. Yeah, at least wants. you can say you played Michael Jordan, <laughs> even if he <you laughs> took your money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would not mind. I would not mind to lose again, Michael Jordan. <laughs> I met him. <laughs> Ken. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Good answers. Well, that's the end of our questions, Joe. Was there uh, any last remarks? Yeah. Anything you feel like we didn't get to that you just really need to get out about yourself or your type? No, I think uh, I don't think so. No, I think that was uh, that was actually a lot of fun. I've start to be scared of this Enneagram. It's kind of getting in my head right now and uh, <laughs> make me kind of revisit everything about me. Uh, <laughs> we didn't even get too, uh, too in-depth on it today. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to a read, I can just start We'll do another episode a... deep talks with Joe. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, or like come for dinner. We're going to put some music and uh, we're going to have a great night and uh, we play games, competitive games, and we can talk about uh, more about the type three. Talk about the type three. <laughs> Just the type three. Just the type three, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're the best, so that's the only one we yeah. never want to talk about anyway. Exactly. I'm glad you learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> you were actually just here to teach us. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Give you a <laughs> lesson about what's what's you know, what's up with the type. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Next we have to just convince Vanina that she's a type nine because she's confused. We'll have a talk with her. We'll have an intervention. <laughs> yeah. An intervention. All of us just sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All of us just sitting around her. Yeah. Nina, we have something to tell you. You're a nine. You're a peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this whole episode has just actually been all about Vanina. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you actually. really think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she also got a shout out in her last podcast. Yeah, I'm actually excited and I cannot wait for her to listen to this podcast. She'll be like, wow, you talk a lot about me. I'm like, yep. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That was great. Well, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. It's been awesome. You've been a great guest. And for the movie um, review. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let me know what you think. I will. It's a great movie. Yep. And the office shout out. So we really just got everything good in this episode. Yeah. Cool. That's what we do. (laughs) That's what we do. (laughs) Well... We'll let you go, Joe, but um, thank you so much. And tell Vanina hi. I will. And Manny will. and Ava. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.